from GreenBiz Group, welcome to Center Stage, the best of live interviews from GreenBiz events. I'm Joel McCower. The job of regulation is to provide the guardrails for us to innovate within. And, you know, if we approach policy from that perspective, it becomes something we don't have to fear, but really something we use as our ability to scale up, to level the playing field with our competitors, and really to move global issues forward that we are not able to move on our own. Jim Hanna is director of Data Center Sustainability at Microsoft. He spoke with Marty Spitzer, senior director of climate and renewable energy at the World Wildlife Fund, Ann Kelly, senior director of policy at Ceres, and Holly Emerson, senior analyst of innovation and product stewardship at Ingersoll Rand. They sat down with me at the GreenBiz 18 conference in Phoenix, Arizona, to talk about sustainable business strategies in the wake of President Trump's decision to withdraw from the Paris Agreement, and the We Are Still In movement that was born out of that decision. Let's listen in. We're Microsoft, we're still in, and we're committed to reducing our carbon emissions by 75% by 2030. We're HP, we're still in, and we're committed to driving a circular, low-carbon economy. We are Walmart, we are still in, and we are committed to reducing our scope one and two emissions by 18% by 2025, and pulling a gigaton of greenhouse gas emissions out of the atmosphere by 2030. We're Mars, we're still in, and we've set a bold science-based target to reduce our emissions by two-thirds by 2050 across our entire value chain. We are Ingersoll Rand, we are still in, and we are committed through our climate commitment to a 50% reduction in the greenhouse gas footprint of our refrigerants portfolio and a 35% greenhouse gas emissions reduction of our own emissions. We are still in and we're going to talk about this uh, really interesting, uh, uh, I have to call it in some ways a phenomenon um, that started off basically as a meme and morphed into a movement. Uh, it started off as really as a hashtag, and, and now it's in, 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 I think you can say, and we'll hear about this, it's the, the largest climate movement uh, organ these, these days in, in uh, the United States. So we're going to talk about that with uh, Marty Spitzer from WWF, uh, uh, Ann Kelly from, from Ceres, Jim Hanna from Microsoft, and Holly Emerson from Ingersoll Rand. Um, uh, Marty, let's start with you. Uh, first of all, for people who are, you know, saw the, me the, the meme and haven't gotten to the movement. What, what's going on? What is We Are Still In? So, thank you, Joel. Great to be here. I like being up here. I'm going to... Uh, uh, we Are Still In was basically organized, very bottom-up, uh, to keep the Paris Agreement on track. There's over 2,600 businesses, investors, governors, mayors, universities, faith groups, and tribes that have now come together, to, it's really the largest coalition. And, and what, what does that mean, what are they doing? So for the main action was in 2017, it was to stand up and say, we are in. 
In 2018, it's got to be a year of action. That action is going to be so critical in order to maintain the momentum over the next couple of years to ensure that the Paris Agreement is strengthened as it was always envisioned to be by 2020. Yeah. Well, let's talk to the two companies that, that uh, are here and are, as you saw from the, the video, have, have senior uh, executives. Um, Holly, uh, Ingersoll Rand is, 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 is based in uh, Davidson, North Carolina. Uh, not exactly your left coast uh, cool company in, this, in the political world. Uh, what, why did you, first of all, why did you take a stand on this? Well, we, in 2014, we made a bold climate commitment um, to reduce, as you saw my colleagues say, to reduce the emissions from our products and also from our operations. 60% um, of our business is from products that use refrigerants, and probably 90% of our business is from products that use, uh, products and services that use energy or impact energy use in some way. So um, our climate commitment was really about driving the industry forward and um, you know, spurring innovation in this area so that um, the built environment, the cold chain would have options um, to reduce their emissions and, and yeah. drive innovation in that area. But, but I want to get to the, the public statement part of this, and I want to ask Jim as, as well. But first, Holly, why did your company make uh, what, uh, you know, is a pretty, uh, you know, whether it's phrased as political or not, yeah. the we are still in is obviously about the Paris Climate Agreement and President of the United States announcing they were pulling out of that. Yeah. Why, why did you choose to, to raise your hand? We're a global company. I mean, we have global customers. And um, just because one country pulls out of Paris uh, doesn't change our commitment. I mean, it's very fundamental. It, we, we didn't make the commitment as a Me Too thing, and, and we are still in is not a, a Me Too statement. It's, it's basically we made this commitment for a specific reason. Uh, we have customers globally, and um, the, the world is still in. Yeah. I mean, Jim, uh, Brad Smith, you're, I forget his title, is he the president? Uh, uh, no, no, Jim. Um, Brad, from, Brad Smith, yeah, yeah. Uh, has been uh, very vocal on, on a lot of things uh, around uh, uh, not just climate, but healthcare and immigration and some other things. Um, talk a little bit about how you, how your company uh, has sort of stepped out in that in that political world more than uh, certainly it ever had in the past that I recall. Yeah, well, look, I mean, we've, we've been focusing as companies internally for a long time now, getting our own footprint in order. You know, Microsoft has similar agreements and others around carbon neutrality and 100% renewable targets and, and the like, and really doing what we can to, to achieve reduction in our own footprint. But, you know, the, the real leadership position is what you do with your voice externally to take that to scale. You know, whether it's sharing technology, whether it's using the niche of whatever company you have, whether it's, you know, Ingersoll Rand or Cummins Generators, you know, or, or PR companies, or in our case, a technology company, to use both our voice and the products and services and the people that we have to raise that voice. And that's critical for us. So thanks for mentioning, you know, some of the things we've stepped out on. But, you know, if you look at healthcare, if you look at marriage equality, if you look at, in this case, climate change and others, you know, we have done the due diligence internally to be able to identify that there's real business drivers for us to be out there on those messages from a policy perspective, as, as Holly mentioned, as a global company as well, um, but also from an operational perspective and a biz dev perspective. So, you know, I don't, I don't ever think it's it's off taste to say that that there are absolute business drivers for the investments we make internally and the voice that we have externally. You know, and, and the company has done well at doing that. 
the specifically on the on the We Are Still In initiative, you know, we see smart climate policy as really a direction to bring us stability into the future. And that's critical for our business growth. It's critical for all your business growth, frankly. And you know, I, I encourage you, if you haven't done that due diligence, to understand that your business success is directly linked to the climate, whether it's the health and human or the, the health of the people on this planet or the planet itself. So, you know, there is business reasons for doing this. And then I know our time is short, but um, but finally, you know, the the ability of companies have to pivot and not give up and not get discouraged is is very exciting to me. And even if we're not seeing particular action within one body of government, you know, that action still continues to move yeah. forward internationally. It it's moving forward at state and local government level where we have the opportunity, you know, now to, to be active on right. climate policy in Washington state. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, Marty said that uh, this 2018 is a year of action. What does that look like? Yeah, well, thank you, Joel. I just want to say and acknowledge that, is my mic working okay? I'm it's, sure. uh, keep I'm going. Sorry. I hope I'm still in, I hope you can hear me. Yeah, um, can I sat on this stage last year and was a little panicked and depressed. Wait, wait, can we, can we get the uh, we, sound on or handheld? We can go back to Jim, he was awesome. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just lean over and talk to <laughs> Can I hand, right. can I? Yeah, we could lean in. Yeah, lean in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not left or right leaning, it's a most Yeah. Um, I could shout. No, I think we need we need uh, Mark, uh, Rusty. Do we have a handheld? All right. We'll. we'll... No, he, I don't want to. That's, That's as far as it'll go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to call someone else? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I got you. Here we go. Oh, perfect. Shout out to the rest, Donna. Much. I just want to acknowledge that it was on the stage. Um, it's difficult. Election. All right. What might happen? And I think that what we saw, we are still in really harnessed leadership and flipped the narrative from we have a nightmare to we have a dream. And that's all about all of you and all about the businesses. In answer to your question, um, 2018 is the year of action. We're still building this movement. It's the year of submitting contributions so that when we get to COP24 in Poland, we have a lot more folks, cities, universities, colleges, businesses, investors with targets so we can continue to meet that Paris goal. It's also about, and I'm happy that Jim alluded to the political realm. I mean, leadership, the great thing about leadership and what we saw is that election cycles come and go. Mm -hmm. Leadership transcends the politics, transcends partisanship. That said, lawmakers need to hear the stories of those signatories. Lawmakers need to hear the stories of all of you here who are making the business case for clean energy and, and climate change action. So I'll put in a plug. Join Eric Olson and I on Capitol Hill, March 21st and 2nd, excuse me, 20th and 21st, 100% off the record, working with our Republican uh, friends to try to bring this case uh, forward. Yeah. Um, so, so Marty, uh, uh, Ann said that a lot of this is leading up to COP, what are we, 24, I think, uh, in, mm -hmm. in, uh, in, in Katowice, I think, uh, Poland, uh, this December. What's the, we are still in, or what, what do you see the business community um, and, I, and is it just the American business community or the global business community? What are you working towards? Yeah, so, you know, we are still in, it's really a U.S. phenomenon responding to what happened last year. Uh, we are, over the course of this year, uh, Anne alluded to, we need more action and contribution. So as we build out for the year, the goal really will be, for all of you, it's not our goal, right? We're a World Wildlife Fund. It's, it's for the businesses in this room and more cities, all these actors, 
to step up and, and tell what their contribution is going to be. And we want to take that. Uh, many of you, we've heard from a lot of you asking questions. There's a, there's a big event in California and San Francisco in September called the Global Climate Action Summit. And that's going to be actually a convening of the world as well. And we'll be, we want to highlight what you're doing. We want to tell your stories, but not just yours alone, because now we have a chance to do something we've never done before. We've never had a coalition that was multi-sectoral like this. What if, can you imagine what our power can be when we work together? So the California summit, taking it to uh, the COP in, in December, will be key milestones for, the, for 2018. Holly and Jim, uh, what do you say to the companies uh, who are watching, listening, that, uh, who are saying, well, <laughs> I don't see your company getting into the, the political realm. I, I'm afraid of what would happen if we stick our head above the, above the, the parapet. And, 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 and this could set us up for being a target. What do you say to the companies that just, you know, say, I'm with you, I'm still in, yeah. my company's still in, but we're not ready to be public about that? Well, it seems like it would be a heavy lift, and it really wasn't for us. Um, it, you know, it, it, we need to demonstrate, you know, in our, in our case, we manufacture products. We need to demonstrate to regulators that there are viable options that can help lower the footprint of the built community in, globally. And, and that's what it, it's about. It's really not about standing up and becoming a target. It's standing up and becoming an example. Yeah, but you know, nobody intends to become a target. Uh, but, right. but th yeah. th that's the uh, often unintended consequence of yeah. being outspoken. And I, and I think that's, uh, I hear uh, that that's a fear that, and, and you know, rationally so, of a lot of companies. And I think getting this, past that. But Joel, this is, this is where we as peers can really help each other in that journey. Because it is a journey with your, your government affairs teams. It's, it's a journey with, you know, the, the internal machines within a company to, to get you to that point where you're ready to say, all right, I'm now ready to take a stand on policy X. But, you know, we shouldn't see policy engagement as, as fear and negative based. It's, it's really opportunistic, and you know, I've, I've talked to Anne before about this term. I use, use it's the job of regulation is to provide the guardrails for us to innovate within. And you know, if we approach policy from that perspective, it becomes something we don't have to fear, but really something we use as our ability to scale up, to level the playing field with our competitors, and really to move global issues forward that we are not able to move on our own. Yeah, and. Uh why, why is time of the essence here? What's, what's going on in a, in a political sense and, and globally that, because you've been saying this is the moment, uh, why is it the moment? Well, time was of the essence on June 2nd, the day after the president left the Paris Agreement, because we needed to send a signal to the rest of the world. And in Bonn, many thanks to all of the companies who were there, it was so reassuring to go to see other delegations and have people see our button and say, so the U.S. is still in? So you're still in. So Americans are still believing. That message is still has to be sent in a timely way. It's, it's really important that as we go to this important COP for 2018, where we're looking at ratcheting up all of the uh, nationally determined contributions, that the U.S. is sending a signal that, that we're in, that we're able to do this, that we're all still committed as what are called non-state actors. And it really needs to happen by November of 18. So we have a lot of work to do between now and the California summit. And then we need to send that signal in November. And, and if somebody wants to, uh, if companies want to join, what do you even do? How do you be still in? <laughs> what is, yeah, uh, weirestillin.com. Thanks to my good friend Marty Spitzer, who came up with a wonderful phrase and bought the URL. Uh, you can join the movement there. You can get in touch with either one of us. Um, there's a tremendous number, full menu of, of activities, some behind the scenes, some out front, some with your own city or state or local university. 
um, some having to do with performance, some having to do with restoring the health of our democracy, otherwise known as political action. So we'll give you the full menu if you want to touch base. And, and, and you should know that while WWF and Ceres are up here, there's 27 organizations across all these sectors that are helping to manage the work, but the, the real work is your work. It's not ours. It's, we're going to try to amplify what you're doing and make it bigger and, you know, the whole even greater than, more greater, much greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, Marty, I was going to give you the last word, but I wanted to keep, keep going. Yeah. What's the one takeaway you want this audience to leave here today with? What, what's the key message that, other than, you know, join in, um, leave us with that final yeah. message? Yeah, it's absolutely, I mean, we're, we've been talking about it. It's join in, uh, take action, uh, become part of something bigger than all of us. Uh, you're doing it for your own reasons, and when that voice comes together, we're able to tell the whole world and all, everyone who's listening that we are in, we're going to keep doing this and we're doing it for all the right reasons. I think you just summed up the entire profession of sustainable business. <laughs> Thank you for that. Please join me in thanking our panel. You've been listening to Jim Hanna of Microsoft, Marty Spitzer of WWF, and Kelly of Ceres, and Holly Emerson at Ingersoll Rand in conversation at the Green Biz 18 conference in Phoenix, Arizona. For more Center Stage podcasts, go to greenbiz.com slash center stage. And while you're there, tune into Green Biz 350, our weekly podcast covering the news and the people behind the news in sustainable business and clean technology. For all of us here at Green Biz Group, I'm Joel McCower. Thanks for listening.